Get ready, you're listening to Give God 90 live. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. God 90 Live. My name is Jerry Mitchell, your host for Give God 90. Myra's sitting here beside me. Hi, everyone. And um, it was kind of a, a, a interesting thing. She rushed in from work a minute ago and said, what are we talking about tonight? And I said, stress during the holidays. Um, she's just worked a 13-hour day, so she knows a little bit about stress during the holidays. But before we get too far with that... Let me remind you, if you haven't done so, you can download the absolutely free Give God 90 app for your Apple or your Android device. Um, What that will do is allow you to take part in the chat, and it is open if you want to join in on that. That's something that um, is available to us if you want. Um, I kind of chose this topic. I've been wanting to, to do something about this. For a while and this is just a good time to do it mm. it's just a few days till some big christian holiday right right okay <clears throat> so uh, a lot of times people get just freaked out especially this time of year and we used to we did uh, there was uh, an interesting time when we were first married 27 years ago, we worked six or seven days a week, right? Right. Okay. So getting ready for Christmas was just kind of, it was hard to do. Uh, you like to bake. Yes. <laughs> and and you used to brag about staying up till... Three hours in the morning. Yeah, baking. after you've worked all day. So you could yes. bake cookies. Mm-hmm. So you could get up at... Five o'clock in the morning to go back to work. Yes. Now, yeah, you know, when you're young, you're not very bright sometimes. You do these things. So she would. She would go do this, and she would stress about, what are we getting this person? What are we getting that person? What do the kids want this year? And, and, you know, family dynamics are kind of like that. Now... We're, we're looking at this time of year and Christmas coming up. Uh, Hanukkah has just passed. and it. But really, people get stressed out about different holidays. There are people who celebrate uh, Halloween. There are people from other religions who celebrate other holidays, and they have the same problems. They go through the same uh, 
stress. Right. They get worked up about, oh, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do there? What's this all about? What's that all about? And I don't want to take a whole lot of time because I know you're all busy <laughs> and you're all stressed out about <laughs> what to go shopping for next. So you can apply what we're going to talk about tonight to any holiday. doesn't matter what. What's the most obscure holiday you can think of? And she's standing there, sitting here giving me a blank stare like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, the most obscure holiday I, I can think of that I know of and know what it is, is St. Swithin's Day. And that happens in the summertime. And it really isn't anything to celebrate. But there is a legend that goes with St. Swithin's Day. And it says, if it rains on St. Swithin's Day, it'll rain every day for 40 days. And I know people that get stressed out about that. Because here, when I was uh, probably 9, 10, or 11 years old back in the mid-70s, um, it actually did rain on St. Swithin's Day. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, and it rained every day for 40 days after that. Wow. But it was drier at the end of the 40 days than it was the day it rained. Because even though it would rain every day, it just barely sprinkled sometimes. Sometimes it was in the middle of the night. And the only way you'd know it really rained was you'd see little droplets in the dust when you uh. looked out in the ground. Sometimes it would kind of mist up and you would get some sprinkles on the windshield of the car. But people were kind of, they were freaked out about this. For, and it was an old farmer's tale, you know. And it's, and it's still, people get freaked out about the strangest things. But can you imagine being freaked out in today's society about, oh no, it rained on the certain day of the year. And it's, oh, legend says it's going to rain every day for 40 days. And getting all stressed out about that. People look at you like you're nuts. Well, people look at us like we're nuts <laughs> anyway. <true>. But <laughs> think about this. If you can get stressed out about rain on a certain day. There are people out there this time of year, especially who are getting stressed out about, oh no, Uncle Fred, oh, what we forgot to get something for Uncle Fred. Christmas is in just a couple of days. We got to go find something special for Uncle Fred. Chances are great. Uncle Fred doesn't need anything. Chances are great. What Uncle Fred really wants is not to open a box of I don't know, cheap cologne. Maybe Uncle Fred's diabetic. He doesn't need the candy you're looking at either. Maybe Uncle Fred, what he really wants is just somebody to spend, to, time, to with spend him. time with him. Maybe what Uncle Fred needs more than anything is not this week getting a present, but maybe next week and the next week and the next week, somebody go knock on his door and sit down for a few minutes and talk to him. Mm -hmm. You know, Around this time of year, and it doesn't matter what religion you are, it doesn't matter what denomination you are, it doesn't matter. People get all freaked out about uh, caring for each other. And it starts around November, around Thanksgiving, and it just ends, it seems to be, like nobody needs anything after January 1st. Well, I'm going to break this to you very bluntly. People need things... January 2nd and January 3rd and January 4th, right all the way up to December 31st of next year. It, it's that simple. 
<laughs> but in all honesty, people get so worked up and worried this time of year about getting somebody that they really don't know that well the perfect gift. <laughs> and what's worse, charities this time of year. Charities this time of year are really upset because maybe their donations are down for the year. I, I heard an advertisement this morning for a, a charity. Uh, it's actually a local charity. And they said, if you're stressed about which charity to give to this year, think about donating to us. Mm-hmm. Now, I can honestly say I have never been stressed about giving to a charity. That is one thing, that is about the farthest thing I have ever been stressed about. I've been stressed about, you know, when you hear maybe the fire trucks go past shortly after the kids leave or something like that. It's like, ooh, you know, I hope that's not for them, that kind of thing. That kind of stresses you out a little bit. And that's normal. You can get stressed out about, um, you know, is there, as the old saying goes, too much month at the end of the money. We used to get stressed out about that a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, when you can't afford to pay your bills, you're working six and seven days a week already, staying up till midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning, baking Christmas cookies that you really can't afford anyway, but it's the cheapest thing you can afford to give away. That'll stress you out. Mm-hmm. So when we when we think about giving to charity, don't worry I would, you know, and in fact, this is going to sound bad. I wouldn't, I don't know of a charity this year I would give to uh, and, and entrust to care for money. Now, if you absolutely got to have a tax deduction, there's really good charities out there. And they they really do good work. And I'm not putting one over the other. That's for sure. I'm not even going to mention one. But what I would suggest for the average person Instead of, you know, throwing 15 or $20 somewhere, go do something for somebody. You know, put your, put your feet where your faith is and walk it out a little bit. Go do something for somebody. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody that lives next to you that can't get out and get about and do stuff. Maybe they need something picked up at the store or maybe they need the vacuum run. Yeah, that's a good idea. We could use that right now. <laughs> yeah, the maid's been at work. <laughs> when you're thinking about stress during the holidays, there's so many things to be able to get stressed about. And if we think about it just a little bit, there's some stories that come out of the Bible that tell us uh, we need to concentrate a little bit and think a little bit about how to deal with these stressful holiday situations. The most famous one for Christians, believe it or not, you can find that in Luke chapter 10. And it is the familiar, uh, all too often misrepresented uh, lesson about Mary and Martha. Now, Mary and Martha have a visitor. And it's, a, it's actually, this occurs during a holiday in the wintertime in Jerusalem. Happens during Hanukkah. Yeshua, Jesus, comes to their house. And Martha, she is running around trying to make sure 
everything is just absolutely perfect. You know, she wants the 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 table to look just right. She wants the cushions to be just right. She wants the food to be just right. She wants the wine to be just right. Mary, you know, she's sitting there listening to somebody very special. She is listening to what Yeshua is teaching, what she's listening to what Jesus is teaching. And Martha comes in and she says, look at that, she's sitting there, she's not helping me at all. Now I'm paraphrasing this, okay? Because this is I'm putting this in, in, in my words. Yeshua looks at her and he says, Martha, you have to decide what's more important to you. Mary has already decided that and it's not going to be taken away from her. When it comes to stress during the holidays, that's very good advice. You have got to decide why you're celebrating. You've got to decide what you're celebrating. And you've got to decide, is that the important part of that day or is it something else? When it comes to Christians celebrating Christmas, and and you see all the bumper stickers, you know, you see all the billboards, you see all the uproar about, uh, you know, especially here locally this year, we had the uproar about the nativity on public ground and all this kind of thing. But what do Christians really do? What do their actions reflect when it comes to Christmas? Christmas. Their actions reflect secular holiday. Their actions reflect a Christmas tree. Their actions reflect shopping for people they don't really like most of the time. Their actions reflect all of these things and they get so stressed out that the very thing that they attempt to proclaim is on the back burner. Think about that. Are you doing that this year? I hope not. You don't need to be doing that. That's not for you. It's not for us to do. There's another really, really good story. Actually, it's a lesson. We can find it in Joshua. And if you look at Joshua chapter 24, and you go down to verse 15, and I'm looking at this uh, in David Stern's Complete Jewish Bible. And Joshua says, If it seems bad for you to serve Adonai, if it seems bad for you to serve the Lord, isn't that a strange thing for somebody to say? Why would that be a bad thing? Why would that be a bad thing? Exactly. If it seems bad for you to serve the Lord, then choose today who you're going to serve. Now, you wonder where Yeshua got his advice from Martha? It comes from right here. What are you going to do? Mary's made up her mind, Martha. What are you going to do? Let me start this again. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. If it seems bad to you to serve the Lord, then choose today who you're going to serve. Will it be the gods of your ancestors who served on the other side of the river? Will it be the gods of the Amorites who served in the land that you're living in? Oh my. Oh my. We Are you going to serve the God that was the God's that were worshipped when your ancestors came to wherever it is you're living now? What are you going to do? 
And Joshua goes on and says, As for me and my household, we will serve Yehovah. When Yeshua gave the advice to Martha, he knew what Joshua had already said. He understood what was going to happen. There wasn't anything new going on when Martha was complaining. She was stressed out. She'd been up baking cookies, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. She. It's hard to tell. You know, those folks back then, when they put out a spread, they put out a spread now. They knew how to put out some food. The very first primary way to avoid stress at any given holiday is to know what you're celebrating and concentrate on it. And hopefully, if it is a religious holiday, whether it is uh, Christmas, maybe it is uh, uh, Hanukkah or one of those type things, Purim is coming up for our Jewish friends. Concentrate on it. Don't get caught up in the junk that goes along with it. Some of those traditions are fun, but they're not the most important part of it. Be mindful of what you're doing. It's very easy, you know, I, I say it's very, very easy for people this time of year to get caught up because they look at all the pretty lights and they go, ooh, look at that, isn't that pretty? And before you know it, their mind is no longer focused on what they claim is the reason for the season. Their mind is now focused on that perfect present for little Susie's, Jimmy's teacher. You know what I'm saying? The other way that you can avoid some stress, and again, this is at any holiday, it doesn't matter what it is. <clears throat> Don't adopt somebody else's problems. And what I mean by that is if somebody you know is having a hard time, yes, you can help them. You're actually obligated to help them. But you don't have to adopt their problems. Don't make their problems your problems. You offer the help with the skills and the tools that the Almighty has given you to offer that help with. Once you've done all you can do, it's somebody else's job to come along. You know, you're not responsible for somebody's uh, complete well-being. I need to be kind of careful how I say that. You can help, but it is not your job to fix somebody else. Did I say that plain enough? So. You're obligated to help, but if they're rejecting your help, you can't fix that problem. That is one problem you can't fix. Don't adopt somebody else's problem. And that's kind of tough to do sometimes when it's your own kids. It's kind of tough to do sometimes when it's your own parents. It's kind of tough to do sometimes when it's your next door neighbor, your best friend. But you cannot, you cannot uh, solve somebody else's problem for them. You can offer advice. You can, you can do all kinds of things. But you don't have to bring that problem into your own heart. You don't have to bring it into your own home. You don't have to, to take it and make it yours. 
you can draw the line and say, I'm willing to go this far, and that's as far as I'm going. <clears throat> Another thing you can do is take time to remember yourself. If you are not uh, comfortable in, well, let me say it this way. If you are not comfortable in the processes that you're going through to get ready for this event, this holiday, whatever it may be, chances are you are doing it for the wrong reason, right? Mm -hmm. If you are not comfortable getting ready for Christmas for, for whatever reason, then there's there the problem might be that you're doing it for the wrong reason. You're not concentrating on the main event. You're not concentrating on the teaching. You're concentrating on those little details that don't matter. Now I can say this from experience. A few years ago, Myra's parents had their fiftieth wedding anniversary, right? Yes. And you planned this big shindig. I mean it was a party now. And for a year we looked at making sure that the plates were the right color and making sure that the napkins were the right color and the tablecloths were the right color, even down to the purple forks, knives, and plastic spoons on the tables, right? Mm -hmm. And you stressed over the silliest little things. Mm -hmm. I sure did. <laughs> For one event, now, was it an important event? Yes, it was. But it didn't really matter that the plates were a certain color and the napkins were a certain color. It was nice, yes, it was pretty. What mattered was the celebration of 50 years of marriage. What mattered was having these people understand that there are folks in the world who didn't come for the mints on the table. They didn't come to see the purple napkins. They came because two people they cared about were celebrating, and they wanted to be part of it. And you finally figured that out, didn't you? Now, I will be honest with you, for about four or five years, we have been using the extra paper plates and napkins and cups. No, just napkins. Just napkins? Cups okay. Knives. So, yeah, she went a little overboard with this. She stressed over this, and I watched it and just kind of stood back and smiled and said, you know, sometimes you got to let people figure things out on their own. Did you figure it out? <laughs> I can't say yes for sure. <laughs> now I'm liable to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it for ours. We'll have other things to do. Somebody else can, can stress over ours. <laughs> the thing is, when you're planning these events, don't get caught up. Because, the, the, you know, it doesn't matter what color the silverware is, really. If you're that caught up in it, you're, you're looking at it for the wrong reason. Do it for the reason. Now, if we would have known even just a few years ago the things we know today, we'd probably do it different. True. But, you know, with age comes wisdom. Or, what, what, what was that saying? Um, experience experience comes from making bad decisions no there's something about bad decisions yeah. but then you get wisdom from making wisdom comes from making good decisions and that comes from experience experience comes from bad decisions something like that you can 
you can figure that out. It was a meme on Facebook, <clears throat> and it made sense for a change. But as you get older, you realize these things. And I know that most of the people that, that read my stuff and listen to my stuff are a little older, and they have a tendency to say, yeah, you know, I wish I'd have known some of that when I was younger. And I really wish I'd have known some of the things that I knew now when I was younger, but it wouldn't have made me who I am today. When you're looking at stress at these events and the stress that surrounds these events, the preparation that goes into the events, stay focused. And if you stay focused on your goals, stay focused on your mission. You know, there's one interesting thing that people, uh, even the people that don't like the way the military does things, the military teaches you with, if you have a mission, if you have a goal, then you stay focused on that goal. You train for whatever goal you're going to. And that, that kind of helps alleviate all this other added baggage that some folks want to carry with them when it comes to these holiday events. If you stay focused on what, you, what your goal is, you're not going to be as stressed because you're going to stay focused on the important part. Don't worry about all the other stuff. It'll take care of itself. When Yeshua told, told Martha, you know, Mary has made her mind up about what she wants. Martha, you need to do the same thing. Christians, you should have made your mind up a long time ago about what you want out of Christmas. And you need to stay focused on that. Don't worry about the tree. Don't worry about the ornaments. Don't worry about the lights. Focus on what you're supposed to be focused on. Because all that other stuff is a distraction. Now, is it fun to get presents? Yeah, it's fun to get presents. But here's the thing. Why in the world would you wait? If you have the perfect present that you found, you know, at at maybe a craft show last June or July, and you just can't wait to give it to Aunt Margaret. Why would you wait? Don't wait. Wouldn't it be much nicer to see the look on her face as soon as you get back and the next time you see her, say, we got you something. Our oldest granddaughter figured that one out pretty quick. Well, you can give it to me now. If I want you to have it and I want to see the joy on your face, why would I wait to give it to you? If it's something that you want, something that you need, something that you desire, and she is pretty easy to shop for, I have to admit. You know, books really are her thing. She reads excessively. I mean, she probably reads almost as much as I do. <clears throat> she has at least four books going at a time. Yeah. And we're talking two-inch thick books. <laughs> Three-inch thick books. <laughs> She likes to read, so it's pretty easy to, to find things that she enjoys. But think about that. How many times have we heard stories about uh, a, a spouse passing? And as the other spouse is going through their things, they find this wrapped-up present just waiting. You know, maybe it's stuck in a closet. 
And it's like, oh, he wanted me to have this, or she wanted me to have this for Christmas. It's got my name on it with a Merry Christmas card. And that person never gets to experience the other person opening that present. Do you really want to wait for that? Do you really want to get caught up in the gift giving? Or do you want to celebrate the main event? See, the, the gifts, you can give gifts anytime. But don't get stressed over what it's all about. Don't get stressed over that perfect thing for Uncle Fred on December 24th. Don't get stressed over that perfect gift for Aunt Margaret in July when you forgot that, oh, we got this for her for a year ago and we didn't give it to her. Oh, my. Avoid all that by concentrating and focusing on your goal and what you want to achieve out of the main event. That way, <clears throat> there won't be any stress. Because all that other stuff, that all that other ba added baggage is just going to fall by the wayside. You have anything you wanted to add? No? No. After 13 hours, I'm all you want to do is just, <laughs> you just want to sit down and relax <laughs> for a few minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. It, whenever you listen to this, hopefully... Hopefully, it will be a blessing to you. We appreciate your time. We appreciate everything, that all the kind words that you, you send back to us. And if you are able, just keep that up. We really, uh, we really like it. With that, we hope that you have a very, very, very blessed week.